Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 4 of the Yuha Yupi podcast. My name is Yuha Yupi, know that is on the stage name, and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about my four most thankful moments of 2019. Um, I'm not going to really mention much about uh, family and friends in this segment, in this podcast, so if I don't mention them, uh, it's not because I'm an ungrateful person and I don't appreciate the family and friends in my life, but... Uh, I just want to take this podcast into a different direction. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's go. Perfect. There you go. So, um, so, uh, what made me think about this? Honestly, I, I, I woke up today, I thought, well, kind of want to talk about fitness stuff, kind of want to talk about mobility stuff, um, oh, so, uh, if anybody has wondered what, uh, what type of name Yuha is, what, uh, what my background is, so I am half Finnish, half Canadian, um, I guess I'm very Finnish, but anyways, just because I have a very, very Finnish name and my, my mom's side is from Finland entirely. Um, anyway, so in Finland, we celebrate Christmas on the eve, so technically we did uh, all of our celebrating yesterday, last night, um, so that's where, you know, all of the gifts were exchanged, the family and stuff exchanged and um, I won't really talk much about that however I will say that there was one gift that I got that was so wicked so wicked I'm so excited for this was um, basically uh, being enrolled in the remote kin stretch class uh, that's uh, gonna be being taught by FRC I kin stretch guy instructor Zach Deckelbaum. I've seen him a handful of times. Uh, actually, not. Uh, I've seen him a couple times at these FRC seminars, and I've followed him from a distance on Instagram. So I'm definitely really interested to see uh, how everything is structured and uh, just seeing what can what can happen through this remote kin stretch membership. I am super excited for it. Kin stretch is something that I look forward to learning more about and uh what the the it starts january 6th and right now until then this uh membership gives you like a couple videos on going through cars and a few sample classes so i'm excited to go through those i'm very excited to go through those um but anyways uh yeah so i think today can definitely be a short podcast as well medium short um because you know this is episode four so i just wanted to say four things um doesn't really have to take a long time to really discuss all of them but um which by the way i also have to preface and say that these are not in order of importance so just because something is number four doesn't mean that it's less important than the first thing that i'm about to say it's just a matter of what how they popped in my head so anyways um the one of the most thankful moments that I have had during this year is uh, 
and it's not even just one moment, but it's been moments about like the progression into this, but it's been a the fact that my role with uh, the team that I work with, with the swim team that I work with, has kind of grown from strength coach, has kind of grown from uh, working with the swim team throughout the week to then also being somewhat of a support staff at the swim meets. Um, in the past, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've attended some swim meets every once in a while to to cheer on, to like be there in the stands to, to support there. But, but this year has really, uh, the opportunity has granted itself and I've taken it upon myself to be, be going there as a support staff. And there was, uh, there was a moment a couple months ago where there was a, a meet like a, a couple hours outside of the city. So that was really fun to go out with them, stay the night at a hotel, kind of do the whole thing, you know, gather everybody, go to the meet, have everybody go to lunch, bring them back to the meets, you know, take them to the hotel for some downtime, and, you know, just kind of fit in some dryland work, fit in some kind of, like, not rehab, but fit in some FRC stuff, the, like, hey, if your ankle is bothering you a little bit, let's do these couple things, just to mitigate certain pains and symptoms that you're feeling so that when we return back to the pool in a few hours, you're feeling better. Or we can do this for your elbow. We can do this for that. Um, just kind of making sure that they are ready for that. Because um, when I when I look at these meets, um, obviously there are a lot of talented swimmers, but I notice that uh, I never see any, any uh, strength coaches there. Or maybe for some of these teams, the swim coach may double as um, part of the strength coach. They may do two things in one, maybe. I'm not certain. But anyways, at least like when I'm on deck with them, when I'm kind of in that circumstance, maybe not even on the deck, but just you know in that environment, I don't really see it happening all that often. And, and that's really been interesting, and that's really been fun for me to uh, just be a part of that process, take them through activation, take them through whatever that needs to be done to have them ready for the race. That's been super exciting for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, of course I'm thankful for that because it's not necessarily a bigger role. It's about having a bigger impact. There you go. That's the word. Not bigger role. That's not what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, that's a really big thing for me. And, you know, it's, it's just, more things to think about it's more challenge for me it's more i get to use more of my education i get to use more of i get to be more creative and the more creativity that i get to bring to the job i notice that there's a direct correlation with kind of like creativity um time and enjoyment and fulfillment so yeah that's something um i could probably talk about that for a long time, but that's just one thing I'm very, very thankful for. Um, a couple of these things are not even necessarily about fitness, too. Uh, <laughs> number two, one of the things that I'm most thankful for this year is the Toronto Raptors Championship. Oh, in which I didn't actually bring any of the stuff, but anyways, I have too many Raptors stuff where, like, a certain book of, like, Raptors facts or, like, a, um, I got one of those knockoff $20 championship replica 
Raptors rings. That's like really exciting for me. But anyways, why am I so thankful for it? Because anybody who lives in Toronto, anyone who is from Toronto, or even when we were in the NBA Finals, it was like the whole of Canada. But when you root for a home team for so long, uh, it's just it was it's it was just crazy. Um, I'm I'm I can't say that I'm one of those fans that have been cheering for the Raptors ever since I was three. Um, my kind of brief stint into basketball was when I was like 12. My uncle introduced me to it because he liked the Raptors. So then I started watching the Raptors and that's when we had Chris Bosh. Those kind of days at like 2006 to 2007-ish. Uh, and that's when our roster was like Chris Bosh, Andrea Bargnani, Jason Capono, Joey Graham, TJ Ford, Jose Calderon. We we didn't have Turkaloo. No, that was later. Um, yeah. Maybe there are a couple people that are missing off that roster, but anyways, that's when we had those individuals. Um, yeah, and 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 I remember thinking like, wow, the you know, Bosch is Bosch is amazing. Bargnani can be the next Dirk Nowitzki with that, with him being a number one overall draft pick. Um, Jose Calderon is so good, but why is TJ Ford coming off the bench? Capono is wicked. He won a three-point contest. Um, there's just so much. Joey Graham, also uh, one of the first Raptors games that I ever went to live, I was able to get somewhat close, like in, in like the 100 section. Um, and like just seeing how jacked some of these guys are. And Joey Graham, man... His boulder, his shoulders look like boulders. They were ridiculous. Um, anyway, so cheering from that. So I've been like cheering on since the Bosch days, and then there was a brief stint when uh, when Bosch left to go to Miami, and then I stopped watching for a brief stint. But then after that, kind of stopped, and then we entered into like the Larry DeRozan trade, um, the whole Masai Jerry building the infrastructure for everything. That's kind of when I like started paying greater attention again because it's you know it wasn't as fun to, to watch the NBA at the time because it was just pure super teams it was great LeBron's gonna go sorry LeBron and Miami's gonna go to the finals for four straight years whoop-de-doo um anyway so just to oh, man just being a part of watching all of that and like watching the Raptors games through the regular season uh last year during the playoffs that's when I watched my first game in Jurassic Park it was like game one against Orlando the one where we were winning but then DJ Augustine hit that game winning three at the end of the fourth over Kyle Lowry I think Lowry scored like zero points that game but then we went on to win four in a row in that Orlando series uh, against Philadelphia I think I saw two games. Two games. I definitely saw game six. Wait. No, I saw game five. Yes, I said, yes, I saw game five because that one was a blowout. Yeah, I saw game five. Um, did I see game one? I forget, but I saw one or two games in the Philadelphia series. I um, One of, I guess, the quote-unquote regrets was I remember when I was looking at tickets I wanted to get tickets for um a game late in the series and and I had a choice either game so 
this was before the series actually started. This was before game one even happened. So I didn't know how long this series was going to go. And I had a choice. I'm like, game five or game seven. But I'm like, ah, there's no guarantee that game seven is going to happen. But there is a guarantee, I would say. Pretty confidently speaking, it would go at least to five. Um, so that really... So I end up watching game five. That was an absolute blowout. Raptors won by like 20-something or like 31, I forget. But it was just absolute domination. But I could have went to game seven, but prior to the series even starting, before even seeing one minute, I thought, ah, I don't know if I want to buy tickets, and then the game doesn't even end up happening. So I had an opportunity to go to, to go watch game seven, but I didn't go to that, but that's okay. Um, in, the, in the Milwaukee series, I saw... So this was the last game that I had seen then. The final Raptors game that I had watched in the playoffs was the Milwaukee uh, game three. That was the one where we were down 0-2, and then we were down going into the fourth, and then it went to overtime, and Kawhi was limping, and he kind of just like willed us into getting back into the series. Uh, and he was, you know, limping that game. I think that was the game where Lowry passed the ball back to Kawhi for a dunk over Giannis. That was just, oh, it's just so good. Um, I didn't watch any games live in the finals because tickets were like a grand almost just to walk into the building, and I wasn't going to do that. Uh, so where was I? No, I just like watched, uh, oh my God. And it was even so tough to just find anywhere to watch the Raptors games in the final. So, so I think, um, I remember when they won, I think that, uh, I was just watching it at home. And then as soon as the buzzer hit zero, I called an Uber and I just went downtown immediately and just partied and just celebrated with everybody downtown. That was awesome. Um, oh yeah, for game five of the finals, I, I slept overnight in Jurassic Park to watch that game. And that was the game that it came down to one shot. Um, Kyle Lowry took the game-winning shot, but it was tipped by Draymond Green. Anyways, just the whole storyline of fans cheering for a team for so long and to finally win our first championship. Yeah, I'm thankful. Yeah. If I watched, like, you know, just the right replay, just the right highlight, that... That still gets me emotional. Like the the tribute video that we made for Kawhi where like everything was dark and it just had the footsteps of him running around showing the path that he traveled. Oh my god, that, that was crazy. Crazy. Um, next one. Numero tres uh, is uh, one of the most thankful moments or thankful people that I... That, thankful for is uh positive social media influencers and coaches and that's kind of a category but it's easier for me just to talk about it and uh you know when in doubt whenever i've had uh second guesses about kind of some of the directions i should be taking or some of the bigger choices i should be making um i'm lucky to at least have some positive influences in, in my life or some mentors or some coaches and uh one of like the most positive influences in my life um not that so i've only met this uh, so there's a company called jump cut 
uh, oh, are they still called called jump cuts? Maybe. Anyways, um, guys, you know, had a YouTube channel years and years and years ago called Simple Pickup. They turned it into Project Go, that taught people how to pick up girls, and then they made a product on how to become a YouTuber. Then made another product on how to become an entrepreneur how to make an automated income business and anyway so I've just followed like those guys for a long period of time and one of those guys I've been able to interact with a handful of times over the years um, he did a meetup in LA a few years ago and I went to that he did a meetup in Toronto last year and I went to that and uh, I've just I've listened to his podcast like a million times I've like listened back to some of the advice that he's given me so many times. I've went back into our chats before. I've uh, went back and continue to watch the information products that he gives just because, you know, I don't know. There's just, there's a segment of like when you just watch someone and you just believe that they're good of heart. It's, uh, it just kind of, sometimes when you doubt things, sometimes you can just watch it and say, hey, yeah, that's that's the direction that resonates with me. Uh, so I guess you know someone like Kong uh, Kong Fam is like the CEO, the main creator guy who's been a part of the whole thing. It used to be three people: Kong, Jesse, and Jason. And then Jason did his own thing, effed off after some time, and then it was those two. And then Jesse effed off and did his own thing, and now it seems to be. Kong, uh, but anyways, that, um, yeah, they have had a greater influence over me than they will know. Um, and then someone who's been wicked, wickedly, just, they've been so helpful over the past, like, 90 days, more so over the past, like, five days, because they were, up. Uh, anyways, uh, this guy, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, um, he's actually the reason why I end up starting this podcast because I was taking the information that I was hearing from other outlets on like this is how you build this this is how you establish this or branding yourself this becoming a name this having consistency with this and it was really hearing I guess Gary V's outlook on not really caring too much about what other people say and just posting a lot posting like 50 to 100 times a day it's been like day four. Also, it's probably been a little bit harder that I've uh, started this. I've started posting around Christmas time, and I've just had a lot of uh, commitments. That's yeah, funny. I was like, I try to think in my head, like, what's the word that you say when you don't really want to say what it is? You want to be vague? No. I've just had a lot of commitments. Um, I've just spent a lot of time with family or doing things, just going out, going out and about. And, uh, but anyways, it's been a little bit hard to consistently post over the last couple of days, and that's when I've started, about four days ago. So the most I've been able to post has been 37 pieces of content in a day to date. Um, but I'm sure that I'll get up to those crazy numbers. And just, just to get into the rhythm of posting again, I used to post a lot years ago and uh, I was never able to, to keep the consistency but hopefully this can help me keep the consistency um, so sometimes when I just need some inspiration when I need like a reminder to continue going down the path that resonates with me most sometimes I, look, I most of the time I look to uh, 
people like Kong and recently people like Gary Vaynerchuk, which he says a lot of the same things. I noticed like if you watch a couple of his videos, you kind of get the gist of it, but it's still motivating to hear the same thing repeated because it enforces it. But he also has that Wicked series uh, where he sells things at garage shows. No, uh, trash, trash Talk. Yeah, there you go, Trash Talk. He has that funny series called Trash Talk where he goes to garage sales and purchases things for 10 cents or a dollar and tries to sell them again for $20 or $200, depending on the thing. So, anyways, that is really just pure entertainment for me. Uh, and then the last thing I'll talk about briefly is uh, time. This year, I'm really grateful for time because at the age... I'm at, uh, I felt like at one point, it felt like time was really moving slowly. Sorry, no, the opposite. It felt like time was moving so fast. And when you're nearing, uh, at least for some people, when you are nearing like an anniversary date, like when you're, so for example, I was talking recently to someone who's 19 and they're like, oh man, I really don't want to be 20. I love being a teenager. Or when you talk to someone who's 24, going to be 25 or 30. 29 to 30, 39 to 40, whatever that number is for you. Um, sometimes when you're caught in the storm of like a big number coming up, you kind of feels like time is moving fast. Uh, but at least hearing some of the perspectives from Gary V lately, um, it really feels like at least now in my life, um, I can genuinely say feels like time is moving slow. Feels like I have a lot of path left on this road that is, you know, the landing strip for my plane to take off. Um, I feel like I probably butchered that. I tried to sound poetic there, but I probably didn't sound very poetic. Like, man, there's just so much in life. Like, I have a friend that is basically a professional nomad travels to one country for anywhere from a few months to a year, and then he goes to a different part of that country for a few months or a year, then goes to a different country, was in Canada, traveled all around Canada doing different nomadic things, and that was in Australia, and maybe we'll go to another country after some time. Like, when you really live in the moment, at least that's what it seems like for him, uh, like, when you really live in the moment and don't think about working for the weekend so to speak to put air quotes where you don't like when you don't dread the monday when you can just like live in the moment and enjoy your time feels like things move so slowly and to think like if you really f put a lot of work like at least over these last four days it feels like time has moved really slowly because trying to do a lot if you're trying to do a lot it feels like although time moves fast at the same time you realize if it takes so much effort to do a lot of work in one day, it kind of puts perspective into like, you can put all this effort and it's only one day. Like you can put all of this exhaustive work and focus into a project, into a couple pieces of content that takes you 24 hours from start to finish. But then to realize that's only 24 hours and life is so much longer than that. You could do that 300 more times and that would still be such a small percentage of life. Um, so anyways, that's going to conclude um, 
my four things that I'm thankful for this year. Of course, family and friends, but I just didn't want to take this podcast in that direction. Um, let me know the one thing that you are thankful for in 2019. So, uh... Thank you once again, everybody, for listening. Once again, my name is Yuha Yubi. Thank you for listening to the Yuha Yubi podcast. As usual, yeah, no, this podcast, is, it's all over the place. You can find this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and feel free to uh, look in the comment section below of this video or this podcast, and I'll have a link to my social media. You can just search... U-H-A-J-U-P-P-I on almost any social media Instagram YouTube TikTok, LinkedIn you name it I'm trying to be on it Okay. anyways that will do it for me today guys thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next time